0: Hey there. Thanks for tuning into JourneyCast. My name is Josh and I'll be your host for today's episode. Today our big question is to what extent do individual efforts affect the journey of a movement? And our lens is the vegetarian movement. Wait, wait, don't leave just yet if you're a meat eater. This podcast is for those who are already working to cut their meat consumption and even more so for those with an open mind to learn and change. Throughout these next 15 minutes, we are going to explore the journey of the vegetarian movement, its key growth factors, how individuals have worked to progress it, and how someone like you can contribute. The vegetarian movement is a worldwide movement where vegans, vegetarians, pescatarians, and flexitarians are all working together to cut meat consumption to benefit our environment, animal rights, and their own health. For definition's sake, a vegan eats no animal products a vegetarian eats products from animals like eggs and milk but they do not eat meat or fish a pescatarian eats fish but not meat and a flexitarian refrains from eating meat but still eats it occasionally now even though all of these types of individuals work towards the same goal vegans and vegetarians dedicate themselves further to the movement than pescatarians and flexi- flexitarians with that said pescatarians and flexitarians still courageously dedicate themselves to the movement while living a more sustainable lifestyle. Vegetarianism has been around since ancient Mesopotamia, but for a very different reason than what it is now. While today we have a choice to limit our meat consumption, over 1,000 years ago in ancient Mesopotamia, meat was a privilege. Poor folk who made up the vast bulk of the population consumed mainly food products made from grains with a few vegetables and fruits in between. Well-to-do households like kings, army officers, and priests were the only ones who could afford to eat meat on a regular basis. Now the times have changed. People are willingly limiting their meat consumption, and I recommend you do too. While some may argue an individual makes little to no difference in the grand scheme of the movement, I argue with the help of corporations, political organizations, and the government itself, individuals can make a huge difference both by participating in the movement themselves and inspiring others to do the same. What better way to dive into the discussion than a case study on one of the leading countries in this movement, Germany. How ironic that the country many of us stereotype as the center of meat consumption is leading the vegetarian movement by storm. A YouGov survey found that in 2014, Germany had about 7.8 million vegetarians, about 10% of the population, with 900,000 vegans among them. This compares to the lower international estimate of 8 percent. Germany is doing something right that sets it apart from many other countries, so who can we attribute this success to? Well, according to research done by Mintel, in 2016, Germany launched more vegan food products than any other country, 18 percent of products worldwide. German food producers saw the potential demand for these types of products and capitalized with quality supply. Even though there were already 7.8 million vegetarians in Germany, As you have identified, corporations that produce vegetarian products make the vegetarian lifestyle more sustainable, which motivates more people to join. Hence, corporations play a huge role in the success of a movement like this. But who else? Stefan Heinrich from the Friedrich Neumann Foundation says that meat eating is being stigmatized in Germany because there is a fundamental problem with the poor methods used in slaughterhouses and farms that lead to animal cruelty and environmental concerns. The stigma was created. Through the work of political organizations within Germany, like an Alliance 90 or the Greens, who now hold 9% of seats in the Bundestag. On top of political organizations being able to establish a common mindset among individuals, similar to corporations, they can ensure the availability of resources to make a movement more sustainable. For example, the United Kingdom Green Party ensures that High-quality, nutritionally-balanced vegetarian and vegan menu options are widely available and promoted in all public sector establishments, such as schools, hospitals, and care facilities. Thus, the actions of these two parties show us that political organizations play an important role in ensuring the sustainability of a movement, as well as educating and swaying the general public to join their efforts. At this point, we've explored corporations and politicians. But what about the effect of individual participants? Since there's a fundamental problem with the poor methods used in slaughterhouses, isn't it even more important for individuals to join this movement? It may seem this way, but some may argue just the opposite. Even if you help cut meat consumption, the way in which slaughterhouses and farms treat animals will still be inherently flawed. Individuals can expand a movement to a point, but the people with the most power to create change are those in government positions who can pass legislation to stop these poor practices at the root. For example the USDA implemented the Human Methods of Livestock Slaughter Act, HMLSA, which is designed to protect food animals just prior to and during their moments of slaughter. This piece of legislation prohibits slaughterhouses from using inhumane methods of slaughtering, like stunning knives, electric baths, and captive captive bolt guns to protect animal rights. Even though I agree that politicians and political organizations do have immense power and should act on it, I have to disagree with the fundamentals of this argument. Without the support of individual voters and participants, these efforts would never succeed. Corporations like those in Germany would not be able to produce large amounts of vegetarian products without the demand from vegans, vegetarians, and others participating in the movement. Political organizations like the German and UK Green parties would not succeed in spreading their message without the support and influence of individuals who also believe in the same cause. In fact, these parties would have nothing to support if not for individuals leading the movement. Besides supporting the political efforts involved with their cause, participants of the vegetarian movement are making real progress in cutting meat consumption. Meat consumption in Germany has dropped 3.8 kilograms per capita from 62.8 kilograms to 59.0 kilograms between the years 2011 and 2016. This is a 6% decrease in meat consumption over a five year period, which we can only assume is going to continue to fall. Looking at the United States, the USDA claims beef, beef consumption has fallen one-third since 1970. Both of these studies allow us to cl- conclude that individuals do have the ability to make a difference. And they have. Now that we've established the presence of individuals within the vegetarian movement, we are going to move on and talk about the specific types of individuals who contribute to this movement. The University of Golf found that in 2018, 11% of Canadians ate over four vegetarian meals a week, ate two to four per week, and 20% ate one per week. This shows that meat minimizers, or flexitarians, rather than the fewer vegetarians and vegans, are driving the biggest changes in meat consumption. I previously thought the individuals who were making the most substantial difference in improving animal rights in the environment were vegans and vegetarians, but I stand corrected. Flexitarians, those who limit their meat consumption but don't completely eliminate it, prove the importance of strength in numbers. Each individual makes less of a difference than a single vegetarian or vegan. Put together, they follow and inspire others to follow a much more sustainable lifestyle, which many of us could follow as well. The vegetarian movement does not require fully devoted members to make a difference, but this is not true in all cases. We see a historical case, so prevalent right now, in which each person needs to fully invest themselves to help, COVID-19. With this virus, everyone's participation in precautions like self-isolation is crucial because we are all transmitters of the disease. Professor Hugh Montgomery, director of the Institute for Human Health and Performance at University College London, estimates that just one person with with the coronavirus can infect over 59,000 others in a snowball effect. Therefore, we see a couple key differences between this fight and the vegetarian fight. One, the importance of every individual to contribute, and two, the extent to which individuals need to contribute. Despite these differences, earlier we analyzed how flexitarians make more of a difference than vegetarians due to sheer quantity, and this concept still still stands true with COVID-19. The quantity of individuals contributing to any movement is the key factor in the success of that movement. Enough individuals can and have flattened the curve. We see this with the curve of infected coronavirus patients, which is starting to fall in many countries, as well as the curve for meat consumption, which has and continues to fall, as I previously described with studies of German and U.S. meat consumption. We interrupt this podcast with a quick message from our sponsors, Infinity Ball. Do you like backyard games like Spikeball? Well, Infinity Ball is a fun new backyard game that brings out the competition in everyone. Whether you're playing on the warm sand of your favorite beach or your own backyard, Infinity Ball is the perfect fast-paced game for all ages, as long as you can keep up. Infinity Ball comes with an eight-sided slanted net and, of course, the Infinity Ball. The game is played with two to four players. A player simply throws the ball to the net and tries to make it so the other players cannot catch it. If someone else catches it, they can take one step and then throw the ball within three seconds, again trying to avoid any players. If the ball hits the ground before anyone Catches it. The player who threw it gets a point. Pre order your Infinity Ball set at InfinityBall.com. That's InfinityBall.com to prepare for this scorching summer. Throughout this podcast, I have talked about the importance of efforts from individuals as a whole, but in reality, some individuals have more power than others to affect the journey of a movement. This is best exemplified in the classic 1800s novel Frankenstein. Victor, the scientist who created the creature, says his family is one of the most distinguished of that republic. In the book, Victor decides not to tell others about the creature, but if he had disclosed his knowledge of the creature, word would have spread quickly and panic would have ensued because of his family's prominence. If someone other than Victor reported a dangerous creature on the loose, the message would be taken less seriously and not go nearly as far. In the case of the vegetarian movement, influential individuals have the most power to inspire potential supporters to join as well. A great example of this is Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen is among the best-known vegan celebrities in the United States, and nobody in the show business has done more to promote vegan lifestyles to the masses. An individual like Ellen supports the movement through being a vegan, but more importantly, she inspires thousands of others to cut their meat consumption as well. Now, this is not to say that individuals without fame have no ability to inspire others to join the movement. My girlfriend has been pescatarian for the past few years of her life, and one dinner at her house proved to me the sustainability of even a pescatarian lifestyle. Before I stepped into the house, I walked by the crackling grill and smelled the overpowering, smoky scents drifting into the sky. It's smoked salmon, a food I was not accustomed to but would come to love. We sat down for dinner, and the food somehow looked better than it smelled. Tender salmon with a defined crust, charred asparagus, and smooth, silky rice filled my plate. I dug in and could not believe the flavors and textures entering my mouth. Without any meat, I enjoyed a delicious, nutritious meal. This one moment convinced me of the sustainability of a lifestyle like this. Even though I am not pescatarian, since then, I have made further efforts to decrease my meat consumption. So individuals can support this movement in a couple ways one, they themselves can participate in the movement, and two, they can inspire others to participate in the movement. Consequently, when some say an individual's contribution is limited to their own actions, we have to understand that this is inherently false, because they also have the power to influence the actions of others. So, to what extent do individual efforts affect the journey of the vegetarian movement specifically? Well, Besides the importance of participation from corporations and political organizations, individuals are the frontrunners of this movement. They have already found success and will continue to succeed in con- cutting global meat consumption as long as the movement continues to grow. That is why I encourage all of you to challenge yourself. Even if you are not ready to join this movement as a full-fledged vegetarian or vegan, try cutting your meat consumption just slightly. Cut meat on your meals a couple times a week, and you would be surprised the impact that we can all have. Flexitarians are leading this movement by storm and making noticeable change, so let's join them. Not only this, tell others about the movement and even refer them back to this podcast. Even if you are not an influencer, you can still have a major influence on those around you. As Mahapta Gandhi once said, Be the change that you wish to see in the world. Until our next journey, thanks for tuning in.